Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Tracy Meyer. She is a leadership expert, author, certified executive coach, and she helps leaders leverage their strengths of human connection to achieve explosive growth in their careers as well as those they lead. Welcome to the show, Tracy. Thank you, AJ. It's a pleasure to be here. Looking forward to our chat today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Welcome to the show. Welcome to India in this online form. And I'm sure not just in India, but a lot of people across the globe will be benefiting from what we will be talking about. We'll talk about leadership and human connection. And that is what you are doing to help a lot of leaders. But first to congratulate you for your book. It's been released today, The Leadership Contradiction. Help us understand what this book is all about. And then we'll move forward with our leadership and human connection questions. Wonderful. Well, thank you for, for asking that, um, AJ. Um, this book is based on 43 years of my experience in leadership and um, a hike I did three years ago where I suddenly realized that, um, you know, life is a lot like hiking and it's, you know, you come across different paths and, and you have choices. Um, you know, some look scary, some look very safe and bright lights. Um, and, and we, we choose those, those choices. Sometimes we, um, feel like we chose, we chose the wrong thing. And so I talk a lot about in my book about the choices that we make and accepting those choices, having no regrets, um, moving forward, um, in our lives. Um, this is very, um, applicable to our family life or, um, you know, other ways that we lead people in, in, in our careers and, and at home. And um, it, it really, really was a revelation that no matter what choice we make, whatever path we take, that it was the perfect path for us. And that was my revelation on this hike three years ago. And, and uh, you know, last year decided to write a book about it. And um, it will um, be full of many ideas for um, leading with a, a different style um, of love and, and kindness um, being a real human in this world that we have lost so much of and connecting people truly with their own talents um, so that you can lead them to success. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll come to the book a bit later on first about, you know, leadership and human connection. So in this present times, you know, a lot of people are questioning leadership about in the backdrop of the great resignation, quite fitting, all this still on. So what is it, you know, that leaders now have to understand about connection? What is it that they come to you for? Because if they have not understood before, how can you be sure they will understand now? Are they really serious about it? What kind of leaders come to you? Is it that they have faulted before or is it that they did not understand? what's going on in their organization, what is going on in the minds of their employees, that they want to be themselves, they want better work-life balance for themselves. So I want to understand through you, what is this human connection that they need to learn about, that they can learn about, they did not learn about, or they need to learn more about at this stage? Wonderful. That That's a fabulous question, AJ. And what I will share with you is that 
you know, 40 plus years ago when I was, you know, being taught or I was emulating other leaders um, to be to be a senior leader at a very young age, you know, it was all about being tough, you know, it was about, um, you know, if people aren't doing things right, that you set them straight immediately. It's it's that you, you know, you criticize, you, um, you know, let them know what they're doing wrong. Um, you know, focus on the bottom line. And if they're not meeting it, you know, then they get written up, you know, it's, it's just all that stuff. And, and so I equate that in my book to the dark and, and light sides of leadership. And I think what we found, um, particularly in the last few years, um, and with five generations of, uh, uh, of humans being in the workforce, um, particularly the younger generations are just not putting up with it. You know, they care about the way that they're treated at work. They care about their colleagues, and um, even though I'm I'm a bit older, um, I've realized that um, I've had bosses that um, have made me feel not valued, uh, not seen. Um, that's where the quiet quitting comes in. That's where it we start feeling like, why am I following this person? You know, and 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 we stay sometimes because we get paid a lot of money. Um, but our hearts are crushed on a regular basis and there is no human connection. So I firmly believe that if we make those connections with our employees or the people that we lead or people in our everyday life, that um, we can really see the unique people that they are. And um, from a leadership point of view, when we lead that way with really looking at that person for their uniqueness, we can have explosive success because then you have a group of superstars, people that feel uh, valued, people that feel like you see them for who they are. And if you've hired the right people, and we don't always do that, but if you've hired the right people and you 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 set them free um, and you let them know they're important and valuable to the organization, then then there's no limit to what you're going to be able to achieve together. So you develop the individuals you keep them as loyal and 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 retain them as employees, but you also meet your bottom lines. Um, so everybody wins. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, my personal understanding is that this quiet quitting is not just happening among employees; it is actually happening among some of the leadership itself, because they are doing the bare minimum that can help them just survive in their job. And because they do not have a boss, they can do that very easily. And the only one who can fire them is perhaps the board or the founder. And so you are focusing only on the numbers. So it's almost like a quiet quitting game that is happening at your end, but it is not coming out in the open. I want to understand from you, Tracy, is that when a new employee comes into the system, there is that orientation that happens. There is that onboarding that happens. What about leadership? Should we consider that the leadership is or the know all of everything and that too in a new organization? Does it mean that one CEO shifting from one company culture to another knows everything and from the same, from the very day itself will start creating so changes? So it is like expecting too much from them. How do we understand that a human connection that the CEO created somewhere else 
suddenly that will be created in another company in a day or two because they also have a lot of pressure to meet the deadlines to meet the uh, revenue numbers to meet the meet, meet the uh, bottom line numbers how do you see this how does a ceo who was very good in the earlier company suddenly becomes bad in the new company how do they leverage that power of human connection in a new place that too at a very short span of time help us understand with your understanding of more than 40 years thank you aj another wonderful question um i have so many examples um one that i'll i'll pull from is um 10 15 years ago i was asked to take over an organization it was a very large venue um 300 employees full time another couple hundred employees um during um special events and uh the general manager had been there for over 20 years so um kind of non uh, non present you know a lot of things just kind of went the way they went and and everybody was kind of walking around with you know not passionate doing the job you know day to day and um of course it affected their financial bottom line and uh, affected uh, large clients that had been lost um so i tell this story um it's not in my book per se but i i've told this story before i i came on board and and i and i knew what the numbers were i knew the clients that were missing but the first priority was to meet with the employees um at every level from an an hourly employee who was graciously um uh, you know cleaning our facility to the senior leaders um who were in charge of hundreds of employees and 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 a large bottom line and and talked about who they are you know what did they want from this um experience how does it fit within their personal life um you know i wanted my employees to not leave work feeling exhausted and like they hate their job um i wanted to make sure that they got to leave feeling healthy feeling vibrant and go to their families so that they could feel like they're contributing uh in all parts of their life um you know and that doesn't take a lot of time it takes it takes some one-on-one -on -one time it takes you know some group discussions where you value everybody's voice and um we kind of all knew who had which talents then we put them to work we had goals that we were all going to attain together and um you know and i also had a boss of course even at senior leaderships you usually have a boss like you referenced either a board of directors or you have a president of a company and um you know i shared my plans with them as well and 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 what i needed for support and and then we just you know kind of let it go and we had fun we had fun at work we had fun doing our jobs once again within one year we we recouped the bottom line losses um we became closer as a work group and we began enjoying what we were doing on a daily basis so you know that's one one example um others i've come across is just you know senior leaders who are you know maybe it's a, somebody in the c suite and they're 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 frustrated because they keep losing employees you know and and they don't know why you know um and so when i coach them and i work with them as we go through the process you know when i start talking to them about the relationship they have with their employees do they do a, a regular one on one for 30 minutes or more just checking in with their employees finding out what they need it's always i'm too busy or yeah i have it scheduled but we usually have to cancel because 
you know, things come up. I have to have a meeting with the, you know, the chairman of the board. Well, you know, we're doing the wrong things. Um, I think that if you've been assigned to manage a business that's multi-million dollar business, you got to have the courage to tell your chairman of the board or the president of the company, hey, I appreciate that you want to get some time with me, but I got to first focus on my first priority, which is the people that run this business so that we could be successful. But let me circle back with you shortly. You know, you've got to have that courage that you not just manage the people that are, that are you know, below you or beside you. You also manage the people that are above you. And so all of that takes time and, and attention, but it actually is less time to make a human connection and actually have a genuine conversation with someone um, so that you can maximize their talents and bring everybody to the table. Right, right, Tracy. So in terms of making human connection, how does a leader ensure that it is actually a human connection and then no, you are not creating psychophants? Because when you are the leader, there will be a lot of yes men around you and they will never let you move beyond their area of control. How does a leader ensure that you are actually making good connections and not confining yourself amongst some yes men because that mm. will again not going to work. It is happening in a lot of organizations. That is why the real message is not putting across. And that is what happens when you have a lot of yes men around. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I know that that happens and I've seen it happen. I've had it in my own organization. I think that it's going to start from the leader. You know, are are we genuinely interested in knowing who that person is? Now, it doesn't mean that it's going to work with everyone. You know, if we have the right person in the right job, then 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 we can we have somewhere to begin with. Um, if it's the wrong employee, then you need to take steps to counsel them, coach them, and potentially let them go and 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 go to another industry. So so if we have the right people in the right job. Um, it's amazing what personal time can take and, and how it can lift us, lift us up, you know, and I'm talking about, you know, taking a walk for 10 minutes. You know, I used to do something at one of my very large hotels. I called it the two o'clock walk. So it wasn't just for the individual, but it, you know, that's a time where some of my teams could get together. And if they wanted to take a quick walk, it's it's one thing, it's it's getting that, you know, that downfall we all have in the afternoon, you know, too much caffeine or too much sugar during the day. Um, but we just take a walk around the block and talk and chat. And it's just this feeling of in inclusion, a feeling of that their voice matters, a feeling of I have time to listen to them. And there, there is a real separation at that point, AJ, where, you know, that you can't have yes men because they don't want to do that stuff. You know, they're not interested in taking a, you know, a silly walk or they're not interested in having coffee, you know, with their colleagues. It just becomes um, something they can't fake because genuine people who want genuine connections, who want to really like their job and make the most out of it are starting to feel that if it's the right leader who, who really cares about their voice and, and they're part of the company, because everybody does matter, um, then, then you'll get to see the difference. It, it'll start shining through bright, bright and clear. And um, the, there'll be that separation. So you can see the ones who are, are really there for the real reasons. Yeah. Right, right. Maybe they do it because, you know, yes, men can help them during town hall meetings, you know. There they can, <laughs> they can 
make the numbers for them. You know, it's always to get good to get all those claps and all those yeses about whatever good or bad plans you make or announce. Be that as it may, let's come to the book about the leadership contradiction. Help us understand what this book is all about. Who is this book for? Is it about leaders? Is it about the employees? Who should read this? And you talk about, you know, choosing a path of love and kindness. Who should show more kindness, the leader or the employees? Oh, wow. That's that's a fabulous question. Um, so the leadership contradiction um, I wrote um, within the last year, and, and today it's being released on, on, uh, on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble, and I'm just really excited about it. Um, the leadership contradiction is about, you know, what we were taught for, you know, decades about how to be a leader. Again, kind of going back to a few things I said at the beginning, you know, being tough, being strong, you know, being a boss, you know, um, and making sure that you light a fire under your team because if they're not performing, but what it really ends up being is a lack of human connection. And that's the contradiction because people don't want to follow leaders that are not nice. I, I don't want to use a, a profane word, but they're being that awful leader that we can come across where people are like, boy, that person is a jerk, you know, and, um, you know, they start pulling away and, and the leadership contradiction is that leaders disqualify themselves from their behaviors. And there's a whole list of contradictions. Um, just not, you know, they think they're focusing on the work or the bottom line, but they're not. They're too invested in their own egos. They're too invested in their time off or their, you know, networking with cocktails and 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 focusing on that and not being able to come to work the next day or you know, they're, they're focused on things that don't bring health and wellness to the workplace. And so there is no human connection. So that's, that's really a big part of that. The leadership contradiction book is for leaders. Um, and it's also for employees. It's both. I've, I've gotten feedback from both. I've had a lot of people preview the, um, the reading of the book and have had some great reviews um, because it gives ideas of how employees really should be, um, treated and that they can feel confident that if they need time with their boss to be heard so that they can do their job, then that should be the case. There are a lot of uh, valuable um, insights and, and things that can be done today or tomorrow from an employee's point of view or a leader's point of view to raise the bar on the connection um, and the success of that business. Um, because at the end of the day, that that love and kindness that you the last part of your question um, is really just about human kindness. You know, there's been some misbehaviors by leaders in the past that have given that a bad name. And uh, there's a chapter in my book called uh, "Love Is Not a Four Letter Word." You know, we made it we made it bad. We made it sexual, um, and it doesn't it shouldn't be. It's a human kind of love. It's a human kindness that. Um, should be available for all of us. You know, every person in this world has unique attributes that they bring to a workplace. And again, if they're in the right place, I've got some ideas in the book of, of how, you know, a leader or an employee can kind of come together and find simple ways um, to show up better. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is much to learn about all these things, leadership and human connection and all things associated with that. 
from you, Tracy, with so many years of experience. So a lot of people who'd like to know more from you, more about you, and connect also in a, uh, in a professional capacity, what is the best way for them to do so? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I can be reached directly at Tracy, um, email Tracy at beuleadership.com, B-E-Y-O-U leadership.com and Tracy with two E's. Um, I'm also on that website. Um, anybody, The first three people who want to go on there and book a 30 minute consultation with me, um, I'm going to give away three copies of my book. So um, go grab a spot so we can do a, a consultation. We can talk more and I will send you a free copy of my book. And um, yeah, and if you just want to find out about the Leadership Contradiction, you can go to theleadershipcontradiction.com and there's a link in there of how to buy the book. Absolutely. Absolutely. With this, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Thank you, AJ. It's been a pleasure.